ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. Listen, it's going to be a great night tonight. My name is Marty Layton, and uh, uh, I just welcome you tonight. And uh, it's going to be great tonight. I want to encourage you to call your friends and uh, get them to tune in now. Uh, Text them, uh, message them, whatever you need to do. It's going to be a very prophetic night and a very powerful night. And uh, I want to share with you in a few minutes some, some of the revelation I received this week and uh, what I believe are secrets that I heard from God, <clears throat> things that God wants the church to do in this hour. And, uh, you know, Ephesians chapter 4 talks about uh, the gifts of Christ that he gave to the church, the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And the reason why he gave those uh, governmental um, ruler positions, you could say, or uh, headship positions over ministries, uh, is to for the equipping of the saints. The main function of the church leadership is not to be lords and masters over the people, but to be uh, equippers, kind of a coach that helps you to uh, to pull your personal best out of you and, and helps you to become all that you're uh, created and meant to be. And so as a prophet, uh, you know, that's my that's my part. And my part is to help you to understand what God is saying and equip you to interpret uh, what God is saying in, to you and to help you on the road of destiny and purpose. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> there are many things that God wants the church to do in this hour, the people of God, or, or we've talked about before the ecclesia. Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia. Uh, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against them. And so there's many things I believe God is calling the church, the ecclesia, to do right now. And let me tell you, the devil and the kingdom of darkness uh, may be putting on a great big uh, loud voice facade, but it is trembling in fear at the sound of the ecclesia, the church, rising up in authority and power in this hour. And uh, let me just be very clear, it's breaking now. It's breaking through right now. The enemy is on the run. Uh, I also want to uh, inform you of this. Next Sunday is 9-11. 9-11. And uh, God spoke to me about doing something powerful for our nation and for the church on 9-11. And so we're going to have a night of prophetic proclamation, a prophetic praise, warfare praise uh, on 9-11, on Sunday 9-11. And I'll have a very special guest with me here uh, for that. <clears throat> and you know, uh, last week I heard the Lord speak his name to me to invite him. And, uh, and I asked the Lord for uh, confirmation on that. Although I heard the Lord and I know the voice of the Lord, you know, I just I believe God doesn't have any issue with uh, confirmation in helping you to understand his timing. And so it was the next day that Pastor Tracy said his name to me. And so I said to Pastor Tracy, I'm calling him today. And uh, it just so happened uh, that he had an opening in his schedule, and he is available to come on 9-11 to be a part of what God is going to do in the service that we're having next Sunday at 4 p.m. on 9-11. You don't want to miss this powerful time in the Spirit. It's next Sunday on 9-11, 4 p.m. It's going to be awesome. Now listen, I know this is a very short notice, uh, but I believe God is in this. And so please help us out. Get folks to come. Bring your war cry. Bring your warfare praise. Get ready uh, to crush the head of the devil. Get ready to fight. Get ready to shout. Get ready to do spiritual warfare. It's time for the remnant warriors of God to make things shift over this nation. Amen. And let me just tell you, my guest uh, is Prophet Charlie Jordan. Charlie Jordan. You may know him as the phenomenal bass player from the Kim Clement Band. I've had the privilege and the honor of uh, being a part of that band and uh, playing with Charlie uh, many, many times. Uh, and we will be doing many songs that you may be familiar with. Uh, and we'll also be making prophetic proclamations and declarations and decrees. And so I want to say it like this, calling all warriors. Come one, come all. Let's kick some devil butt together. Amen. 
Charlie Jordan has a powerful prophetic anointing, and we will have a first-class team of musicians with us opening up the heavens. Amen. I sense a shift happening, and the devil and the powers of hell are on the run, and this is your chance to make a difference. This is your chance to truly do some effective warfare. Let me tell you, the Bible talks about Jesus being the Lord of hosts, and that means the Lord of an army of warriors in heaven. Now, do you know that there's a standing army in heaven and that Jesus is the commander of that army? Uh, He's not sending someone else to fight. He's coming to fight himself for you. Amen. And so before the human race was ever created, there was an army in heaven. Let me make this very clear. God is ready to fight your battle for you. And this is your chance to really do some incredible warfare and to, to crush the head of the serpent, to crush the head of the enemy under your feet and to see your family uh, experience freedom, to see your uh, your financial freedom, to see your uh, business freedom, to see your nation free. Amen. This is your chance. Come on, let's let's do what we know we can do with the weapons of our warfare that we know how to use. Amen. So that's next Sunday on 9-11 at 4 p.m. right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Uh, And we meet at 403 Walton Ferry Road. That's 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And uh, we'll be posting more this week uh, so that you'll have all this information. Uh, But let me just ask you, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Don't you feel the end? Haven't you been feeling this? Look, one person doesn't make an army, and God is calling the army to go to war right now, and so I believe it's time. Amen? How many of you know God is not intimidated? He's not intimidated by the show of of uh, fear that the enemy tries to put out there. He's not intimidated by the prognostications of false prophets of Baal and and uh, news reporters who yield their mouth as a false prophet of Baal and those who are spouting off hatred of God's church, which, by the way, is Jesus' bride. Amen? So have no fear. God is moving mountains right now. Things are turning around rapidly. The enemy is defeated. He's in the trembling in fear. There's a collapse in the kingdom of darkness. There is a uh, a trembling, uh, uh, shaking and quaking in the in the kingdom of darkness. Things are are swiftly turning around now, and God will have the last word on the matter. Amen. And the Lord spoke to me several months ago and said, within a short space of time, hear this one very clear, within a short space of time, the breath of life would be taken away from the illegitimate one. Now, as one of God's prophets, I'm telling you we are very close to that day. It's fast approaching. So mark these words. Everything is going to be made known that is hidden in darkness, and it'll all be brought out into the light. And the agenda of hell will be fully revealed for all to see and comprehend. And the mighty war angels of God, they're watching right now and listening to every word the church is saying. And it's time to begin, time for the church to begin to decree some powerful things and activate the overthrowing of the strongholds of darkness. God has been waiting for this time. He's waited for this time to come. And the, the, this is the time of his church, uh, his cutting edge church, his present truth church, his prophetic apostolic warrior church to arise and shine and release the light of the kingdom, the light of Christ. Amen. That light drives out the kingdom of darkness. And so I'm going to teach more on this. Uh, but before I do, I want to share a video clip uh, from our friends at Orphan's Hands, many of you know uh, Philip Cameron. He was on the show a few weeks back, and we talked about uh, the uh, project that we wanted to launch uh, called Coats by Christmas And uh, it, in um, the Ukraine. Many of these families have been driven out. And the men had to stay uh, for to be a part of the uh, the non volunteer army, uh, but the women and the children were forced out. And uh, you know, Philip has 
uh, Vatra village, which is right there in Moldova. He had orphanages in um, Ukraine. And so many of these people, there's uh, over half a million people that have crossed that border and uh, and they are there, just uh, immigrants out in the streets now, and they have no place to go. Uh, they're doing their best to feed them. They're doing their best to clothe them. Uh, but winter is coming, and winter will be there before you know it. And, and let me just remind you that that is just a little south of Siberia. And so when we say winter, we're talking about uh, on an average of 30, de- 30 degrees below zero. And so uh, I want to play this video clip from Philip. I want to show you what's happening there and what we all can do to help. And uh, this is an incredible ministry, and I put my seal of approval upon it. For those of you uh, that are wondering, you know, sometimes it's it you have to be careful who you approve uh, and put your approval on. But I know Philip, I know his family, I know his ministry, and uh, every dollar, every donation goes right to work. Uh, right there in uh, Moldova, helping the Ukrainian refugees. So watch this uh, short clip, and I'll be right back. Hey, my friend Marty and all the viewers of Speak Life. I so enjoyed being with you guys the other day. I hope that what we spoke about has brought life and hope to many people. I want to talk to you today because I read something that just shocked me. And I wanted to share this urgent message with you and all the folks and hope that the church and Speak Life can get involved. The New York Times and the United Nations both had articles stating the coming winter in Ukraine is going to be dire. Six months ago, I would never have believed the orphan's hands would be caught up in the middle of this war, caring for thousands of souls made homeless in the middle of the war. The Orphan's Hands is announcing a humanitarian drive today to gather as many warm coats as possible of all sizes to be sent to the war zone where the human suffering is already extreme. There's a miracle in your closet. Just think, your gently used coat sent there through the Orphan's Hands could mean the difference in the suffering of a mother and her children. Please watch this short video and consider reaching into the lives and with care and hope. Please go to the website coatsbychristmas.com. Coatsbychristmas.com. There are three simple ways you can join our effort. Please pray about it. And please watch this video. Imagine, the Russian tanks have arrived. You have two minutes to grab your little children, grab whatever paperwork you think you need, and run. In two minutes, you have lost absolutely everything. Your house, your job, your car, Then it gets agonizing. You must leave your husband. If he is between the age of 18 and 65, he must stay and fight the Russian invaders. So you end up at whatever border is closest. 10 million have run away. 490,000 came to Moldova, broken in spirit, broken money and shattered as a family. She's been sitting for months in a cold concrete building with a mattress on the floor, waiting for this hell to end. Summer is a hot, humid time in America. We are only two months away from October, when the weather changes drastically in Ukraine. All this year, we have cared for these lost souls 
as they came to Moldova. And through our convoys of care that have driven 12 hours one way to Kiev, Irpin, and Bucha. Our teams have continuously returned, feeding thousands of those who have been unable to leave. Winter is fast approaching. We must help them survive the bitter weather that is to come. We are preparing a container of hope and comfort, filled with warm coats, gloves, scarves, each one a symbol of God's care. Can you help us bring them coats for Christmas before the winter comes? I know that so many of you are compelled to do something, uh, and watching that video really just stirs up compassion. And I want to encourage you to go to the website coatsbychristmas.com, coatsbychristmas.com, and uh, there you can give whatever size financial gift. Uh, you can buy the coats there uh, and and do it all, do the transaction right there online. Or you can just give what you can to help with the shipping costs. You know, they have to uh, pay for a, uh, a container to be shipped uh, from right there in um, <clears throat> Rocky Top, Tennessee, by the way, uh, all the way to Moldova. And, uh, and so they, they buy the shipping container. They fill it with these uh, articles of clothing and food and, uh, and coats. <clears throat> and uh, and so anything that you give can help with that. Uh, or if you want, uh, you can uh, take your gently used coat, uh, have it dry cleaned, folded, <clears throat> put it in a box and mail it directly to the address uh, there at coatsbychristmas.com. And, uh, and the instructions are, are all there on how to do all of this on the website. But let me just tell you, a little bit goes a long way. A little bit goes so far. You'd be surprised uh, how much you can, you can get done with just a little bit. And so I encourage you to, uh, to help, participate, do something. Don't do nothing. Uh, do something to help them. Amen. And uh, it, it, again, the, the ministry is orphans' hands. Uh, these are orphans uh, who are out there who, who now ha they have shelter and clothing and, uh, and they get ministry on a daily basis. And part of their ministry is to minister to, uh, to those who have been displaced by war. And so uh, thank you so much for helping in that. And uh, I believe our audience is making a huge difference right now, and, uh, and you're a part of that. Amen. So thank you for doing that. Amen. Well, tonight I want to begin teaching on our prophetic workshop. I've been teaching on this prophetic workshop, and uh, sometimes I have guests, uh, but really everything we do is kind of a prophetic teaching, prophetic preaching. Uh, but I began, I began teaching about this last week and even the week prior, on the spirit of Python and the spirit of divination. Uh, it's the same spirit in the Bible. And so the Greek word uh, for divination is the word pythos, P-Y-T-H-O-S. And uh, the definition of that spirit is a hypnotizing spirit uh, that causes its prey to go into a psychosis. And, uh, you know, Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Galatia, uh, Galatians 3.1, he said, who has bewitched you? Who has bewitched you? Uh, the Greek word there is baskaino, and it means to put under a spell or to be bewitched or to be vexed with a, with a bewitching vex or a spell. <clears throat> Apostle Paul was saying, uh, saying this to the entire church there. Who has bewitched the entire church? Uh, uh, and so some people would even call this mass psychosis. And I know you've heard that uh, before, mass psychosis. Uh, I believe there's some of that happening uh, in our nation. And this is the work of a python spirit. 
The python spirit is also a suffocating spirit. Uh, we get our word python from the word pythos. It's a suffocating serpent spirit. It's not a viper spirit that bites and injects venom, but a, a squeezing, uh, suffocating <coughs> spirit. And Apostle Paul encountered this spirit in Acts chapter 16. In verse 16, it says, Now it happened as they went to prayer, a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us and brought her masters much fortune, much profit by fortune telling. The word divination there is the word pythos, pythos. Uh, Again, it's the word python or, or, or divination or false prophetic. Uh, and, and this is hypnotizing. It's a hypnotizing, constricting spirit. Uh, eventually, as it's hypnotizing you, uh, it coils or, or hypnotizes its prey. It coils around the prey and then eventually squeezes the life out of its prey and suffocating it to death. <clears throat> Has anybody out there, anybody in the audience, had issues with your respiratory system? Have you had difficulty breathing? Uh, you know, I've had difficulties breathing at night, and uh, I know this is uh, the Lord showing me this. And uh, as I've prayed and interceded through the through the nights over the last several weeks, I have felt this suffocation, and it is a suffocation unto death. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes you feel like you're going to die. Uh, it gives you a lack of zeal for life, a lack of joy. It's a very subtle thing. It's a bewitching. It's a vexation or a spell that's being cast by demonic spirits working through individuals. Uh, it is a form of magic, and I know some of you don't like that word, uh, but that's literally part of the definition. It's a form of magic. Uh, let me define magic for, for you. Magic is a demonic belief that one human can exert a force over another human, uh, another human being, and change the course of events in their lives. That's, what, that's the definition of the word magic. It's a demonic belief that one human being can exert a force over another human being and change the course of events in their lives, good or bad. So Apostle Paul, <coughs> excuse me, ran into this woman who was possessed by a demon spirit, <clears throat> a spirit of dem- div- divination. And it says it made, she made, I've read this in many translations, but it says she made her master's great wealth through fortune telling and magic. He was entering into the city, <clears throat> right at the entrance of the city, and she greeted them as they came into the city. He was going there to preach the gospel. excuse me, right at the entrance of the city, she met him there. And let me read this to you from Acts chapter 16. I'll just read the New King James Version to you. It says, Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination uh, met us and brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. Again, this fortune-telling and magic. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul was greatly annoyed and turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. Let me let me just say this. She had a right word, but a wrong spirit. There's a lot of prophetic out there that sounds right, but it is a wrong spirit. It is a spirit of divination. This spirit always waits <coughs> excuse me, at the entrance to the new level. In fact, part of the definition of divination is the word threshold. It waits at the threshold or the entrance of the new level. That python spirit (coughs) is sitting (coughs) at that threshold uh, to capture you as you try to go into the new level. 
That's what they were doing. They were going into a new region to preach the gospel. Uh, so just as you're about to step across, across the threshold of the new or entrance into the new, this demonic spirit tries to squeeze and choke the life out of you. It's not a viper spirit, again, that strikes swiftly, injecting poison, uh, but it's a constrictor spirit that strategically wraps itself around its prey, and at every exhale, it tightens and squeezes until it crushes the prey. So Apostle Paul dealt swiftly with this spirit at just the right time, and just one word from the man of God at the right moment brought complete and utter freedom, not just for her, but for that entire region, like cutting the head off that snake. Immediately the coils were loosened, and that region received the gospel. So divination does not come with words that sound like a curse, but words that draw you in. They seduce, and they're hypnotizing words. They're seducing words. There's another place in Scripture where you find that same spirit, and that's when Elijah faced off with the prophets of Baal. He destroyed 850 prophets of Baal with the edge of his sword, the Bible says. And so think about this. He had this great display of power. He calls down fire from heaven. It consumes uh, the, the sacrifice on the altar, uh, licks up all the water, uh, 300 uh, barrels of water or 300 gallons of water uh, and and it's completely uh, dried up by the fire that fell from heaven and uh, God got, gets the attention of the nation, calls the people of God back to himself and then all 850 prophets of Baal uh, apostle, I mean a prophet Elijah takes him down to the river and he kills them all by the edge of his sword. Just that one act alone had to be exhausting. Uh, imagine swinging the sword 850 times to kill all these prophets of Baal. Incredible. He's a powerful man of God. And Jezebel, her response to this, she was controlled by this spirit of divination, this uh, false prophetic spirit. And she says to she sends a word to Elijah, <coughs> saying, "Tomorrow, about this time, you will be just as the prophets of Baal." And so, after this powerful prophetic demonstration, Elijah falls under this bewitching spell, and he runs for his life, and he starts talking uh, like God's powerful prophets should not talk, and he says, "I am no better than my forefathers." Depression begins to take a foothold as he's preparing himself to die at her threat. Divination will try to chase you away from the destiny you're supposed to fulfill and experience. Remember the definition of magic. Uh, One human being trying to place a force over another human being and change their course of events of their life. And this is what that spirit was trying to do uh, to Elijah, trying to chase him away from his destiny uh, so that he would not fulfill it and he would not experience it. It'll try to change the course of, uh, of events in your life. And God had to work, and let me just pause for a minute and say, I believe this is the spirit that is attacking America the beautiful right now. It's trying to change the destiny and the course of America. It's trying to change our direction. It's trying to change our identity. It's trying to change, <clears throat> trying to squeeze the life out of America, trying to suffocate America. Right as we are at the threshold of a great awakening, the threshold of the new level. Let me just grab another drink real quick. By the way, I'm drinking my coffee. (laughs) Uh, I encourage you to go to mystore.com and get my coffee. Uh, It's the most uh, flavorful organic coffee uh, no acid, 
It's just fantastic. So uh, the spirit of divination will try to chase you away from the destiny you're supposed to fulfill and what you're supposed to experience. God had to work with a very depressed Elijah now to get him to a place where he would even eat again. He was so depressed he was not eating. He was not doing anything. And God finally got him to the place where he would eat again and strengthened him for a great journey. And so he gets to the top of the mountain and God starts by asking him a question. What are you doing here, Elijah? This is not where you're supposed to be. You've gotten out of alignment. Self-pity was consuming him. Because of this vexation, because of this uh, bewitching, because of this uh, suffocating, constricting divination, it was squeezing the life out of him. God brought him to the mouth of the cave where Elijah wraps his mantle around his face. Now think about this. He's not seeing very well. That mantle's not supposed to be around his face. It was supposed to be upon him. You've seen how they how they wear how the Jewish rabbis wear the the talith, wear the 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 prayer shawl, and uh, they hold their talits at the end and they pray. That's what Elijah was wearing. That was his mantle, and now he has it wrapped around his face where he's not even able to see. And as a prophet, he should be able to see. And so he's, he's all messed up by this spirit. <clears throat> and God asks him, what are you doing here, Elijah? And the Lord passes by him, the Bible says, and a great <coughs> whirlwind storm passes in front of him, tearing the rocks in the mountain to pieces. <clears throat> and then it says the Lord was not in the storm wind. Uh, but then a great earthquake Earthquake begins to happen and shakes everything that can be shaken, but God was not in the earthquake. Then a great fire broke out and begins to burn everything around him, but the Lord was not in the fire. (coughs) Elijah now pulls his mantle down, starts praying, and the Lord speaks to him in a still, small voice, Elijah, what are you doing here? I believe God is asking the prophetic church, the cutting-edge church, the present truth church, what are you doing here? Why are you in this place? Why, why in America the beautiful is the church in this place? What are you doing here? Too many have been intimidated and knocked back in fear by the voice of the spirit of divination. I can't even begin to tell you how many times someone has said to me, uh, be careful what you say. Uh, you don't want to get on the list. Uh, you don't want to have strikes put against you. Uh, you don't want, listen, we have had all of that, uh, but we continue to press on in wisdom. Uh, but I'm not going to be intimidated, and I'm not going to back off in fear, and I'm not going to allow censorship uh, to keep me from speaking the word of the Lord or saying what God gave to me to say. Again, we use wisdom. Uh, but I'm not going to be intimidated and knocked back by a spirit of fear uh, or a spirit of divination. Too many have been afraid to be bold as a lion, and uh, they know they're supposed to be, but they're afraid to, and so they compromise. And too many are reasoning out, uh, looking for God to say something uh, in the storms of life, in the shakings, in the fires. And God is saying, get your mantle on straight. Listen to that still small voice again. Get back to prayer. Get back to prophetic proclamations. Get back to forcefully advancing the kingdom of God. The, uh, Matthew eleven twelve. the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent rise up and take it by force. Yes, the enemy is going to advance and, and uh, try to stop the church and try to stop uh, the work of God, but we are going to forcefully advance by the Spirit of Christ within us. Amen? The enemy wants to stop us, but we need to get back to taking the kingdom by force, taking new levels, taking new territory, amen, Uh, crossing the threshold, 
uh, into the new. We cannot be stopped. Amen. We are an unstoppable army. Like I said, God has a standing army in heaven, but he also has a standing army in the earth, the remnant church, the church that will rise up and press the battle to the full, the church that will rise up under the lordship of Jesus Christ and begin to make prophetic proclamations and decrees and not allow our destiny to be thwarted or to be uh, uh, warped or, or bent into a wrong direction. So then God says to Elijah, (coughs) I want you to go back to where you ran from. And he gives him a double portion to go back to. Listen, God is so good when you turn around and you begin to do it right again. God will bless you double what you think. He'll give you a double portion, double for your trouble. So eventually the Jezebel spirit, the spirit of divination was destroyed and dealt with. But listen, the spirit of divination has been work against been at work against the church in America. <coughs> not just really, not just America, but uh, many nations, but specifically America. And listen, I pray for Israel. Uh, Israel belongs to God. It is God's nation. He calls it His own, and that has never changed. But America is also God's nation. Remember. Uh, Abraham had, had uh, God prophesied two seeds to Abraham, a natural seed and a heavenly seed. And th- the church is the heavenly seed. Uh, but I believe there's a special call on America the beautiful. There's never been a nation like America before, and I'm not going to preach about that at this moment, but uh, America has a special call, and the enemy is trying to shift the course uh, shift the destiny, shift the path. That's what that twisting and uh, uh, the constriction of the snake is trying to do right now. <clears throat> because God is opening up new levels to possess. We're crossing a new threshold. And let me tell you, God is not con- condemning America. He's delivering America. He's delivering us. Apostle Paul heard these right words from a wrong spirit for days. These are the these are men of God that are going to show us the way of salvation. It's a right word, but it's a wrong spirit. She was not a voice for God. She was the voice of a deceptive spirit of divination. You could even say some politicians may say the right words by a wrong spirit and deceive many. And I believe that's partially how America got to where America is today. No discernment. God is, uh, uh, this is an hour for, for the fivefold ministry to rise up and begin to equip the church. Uh, Jesus said, man cannot live by bread alone. This was in a battle with Satan. He said, turn these uh, stones into bread. And he said, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. And so that we're called to hear that preceding word, that revelatory word. Uh, and that's, that's how we uh, operate as the people of God. And so uh, uh, I believe there's a, there's a, a returning to the roots of our, of our covenant roots in this nation, and part of that is being strong in the spirit, strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And so we are fighting a, a warfare right now. We are at war. There is spiritual warfare going on right now. Uh, the enemy wants to cause civil war. The enemy wants to make it a natural war. And so he's very provocative right now. He's trying to provoke people uh, into being not discerning and to do something in the natural that you should be doing in the spirit because in the spirit you win, in the natural you lose. And the devil wants World War III. Well, God has already launched a spiritual World War III against the powers of hell. And so Apostle Paul becomes very annoyed Uh, in his spirit, because he knew this was not a spirit from God. And in one swift moment, let me say that very clear, one swift moment, 
In just one day, God can turn everything around. In just one day, God can fix everything that looks absolutely out of control. Just one word from God can change everything. One swift moment, this demonic stranglehold was destroyed at the word of Apostle Paul. He cut cut the head off of that serpent, and it was done. Once again, God didn't do anything until his designated man stood up toe-to-toe with this demonic spirit and spoke out against it, rebuking it once and for all. Elijah had to go back to Jezebel. He had to go back and face that demon spirit. Listen, the church is is not going to do any good backing off the prophetic. The church is not going to do any good backing off the word of the Lord. We're not going to do any good backing off of being bold for Christ or allowing ourselves to be pushed around and censored and shut down and rebuked. And and you can't sit back and just sit in a holy huddle and pray. No, this is a time to take spiritual warfare action. Everyone in that region was delivered from vexation once Paul stood up and and faced that thing and rebuked that thing. That bewitching spell of that python spirit was broken, and it opened up that territory for the gospel. That territory now was, was wide open to receive the gospel, and that's exactly what happened. Let me tell you, the devil, when he is cast out, he makes a lot of noise. He thrashes, he shouts loudly, and then he's forcefully cast out. We don't see everything that happens in the spirit at that point, but I believe there's angels, mighty war angels, that are binding them, demonic spirits, muting them, and, and they're thrashing about, and then they're cast out into outer darkness. Paul and Silas had a deal with the uh, the effects of that spirit, and and the uh, demonic spirits don't operate on their own. <clears throat> there are battalions, you could say, and so he dealt with the strong man, that spirit of divination, and all the little lieutenants and underlings uh, were stirred up, and so Paul and Silas. Uh, as they were preaching, they were captured, they were beaten, they were thrown into prison. But then at midnight, the midnight hour, they begin to pray and they begin to praise. They begin to use the weapons of their warfare to deal with the, the vestiges of those demonic spirits. They begin to worship and they begin to warfare in their praise <coughs> and in their prayers. And suddenly, an earthquake takes place, a great shaking. And suddenly, the prison is shaken to the foundations. Uh, They're destroyed. And that prison is completely destroyed now. And all the captives were set free. I'm telling you, something powerful is about to happen to a church that will rise up and pray and praise now. We're going to deal with the stronghold, we're going to deal with the strong man, and then we're going to deal with those, with the the underlings of the enemy. You know, the um, scripture talks about uh, principalities and powers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places, and the different levels of demonic uh, battalions, you could say, or armies. Uh, But listen, whatever demonic spirits there are out there, Uh, only one-third of the angels fell. So at a minimum, we're two to one. Uh, But the the demonic powers have no power. Jesus took all the power. All power in heaven and earth is given to me, Jesus said. Go, therefore, in my name, in my authority, in my power, and begin to overpower the powers of hell. You've got all the authority to do it. You've got all the power to do it. Don't let the enemy lie to you, push you around. Don't let him steal from you. Don't let him kill. Don't let him destroy. (coughs) Stand in your authority is what Jesus was saying and begin to do the work 
uh, of the Father. Just like Jesus said, I must be about my Father's business, we have to be about the Father's business. And everything that Jesus did in his body, he wants to do in his body, the church. So let me just share this with you. I had a dream. It was a vision or a dream, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like I was partially awake, partially asleep. Uh, but I had this vision or this dream of groups of people who were cursing and speaking vexations. It's like I was standing over them. And the Bible says we're risen with Christ and seated in heavenly places far above all these demonic entities. And so it was like I was in the heavens over these circles of uh, people who were cursing and speaking uh, curses and vexations and spells, even calling for the death of many, calling for the death of many. <clears throat> some were blatant Satanists, some were witches and occult members, but they were all being used as a mouse, mouthpiece for this mass psychosis as a serpent spirit began coiling around and suffocating and squeezing people. And this python spirit of divination was assigned to stop the church from crossing the threshold into new territory, into a new season, to a new level that God had destined for us to possess. This feeling of suffocation literally made me feel like I was going to die. I woke up several times praying, uh, not quite all the way awake, but feeling like I was dying. And I woke up and began to prophesy and declare the word of the Lord until things broke through. And I began to declare, you will not stop the great awakening. You will not stop the great harvest of the Lord. You will not stop the harvest of souls. You will, cause, you will not cause people to feel helpless, lifeless, hopeless, and powerless against your coils. You will not cause a civil war. Uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of demonic strongholds or, or suffoca suffocating coiling around us, the, the constriction, demonic strongholds, uh, overthrowing of, of thrones of darkness. I, I decreed it. We're overthrowing thrones of darkness. We're silencing principalities and powers of darkness. And I was declaring many will come to the Lord. And half awake and half in a dream, I took a sword of the Spirit and I cut the head off of that python as I was speaking it. It's like the word became the sword. And I saw these gatherings of, of, of witches and sorcerers uh, begin to, uh, to uh, scatter and run in despair, in despair and dismay. They were running in fear as light began to penetrate. The light came on and the darkness was exposed. And this enemy that came at us one way began to flee in seven different directions. And as I stood there, I heard the Lord speaking in a still, small voice. It's time to go to war. It's time to lift up warfare praise and warfare prayer, just like Paul and Silas did. It's time to gather the troops, like Paul and Silas. I will send an earthquake. I will shake the captives free. Listen to me. I believe we're on assignment right now. The spirit of divination has spoken through the news media, and many have embraced it. But because of that, People are suffering spiritually. They're, they're suffocating spiritually. They're suffocating and suffering financially and physically even. They feel helpless, hopeless, powerless. They feel desperate to do something. Let me tell you, you hold the keys to the kingdom. Uh, behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. I give, to, I give to you the keys to the kingdom. Whatsoever things you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever things you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. God wants to free many people from this uh, demonic spell today. 
And God is speaking against this raging spirit tonight. And we're going to continue to destroy this enemy, especially next week on 9-11. I believe it's such a strategic moment on 9-11 to break the power of the enemy over our nation. It's like the enemy came in with fear on 9-11, but now God's going to break that thing off on 9-11. Tonight, I believe the suffocation will end for you. (coughs) I believe it. I believe right now the suffocation is going to end for you. We're going to pray. When we pray, I believe something powerful is being released from heaven right now. Angels, have you ever seen generals in the natural? You know, Bishop Hammond prophesied over me, I'm a general in the spirit, and I'm a general over this region. Uh, Kim Clement prophesied over me, he said, "You're, uh, you're the future of the church, uh, in this region, you're the you hold the future. You are the future of the church, and so uh, generals, whenever they go anywhere, they have an entourage around them. They don't just walk around by themselves. They have an entourage with them uh, because they're generals. They have uh, officers around them, and they say things, and these officers get these things done. I believe I have an entourage of angels with me, and when I pray. These angels make things happen. These war angels uh, begin to go to work in the spirit and make things happen. Remember, the Bible says the things that are in the spirit are more real than things in the natural. Everything in the natural came from the spirit. Amen? And so we're going to pray today. And I believe these entourages of angels, warring angels, are with us right now. They're with you right where you are. They're standing right next to you right now, ready to go and fight battles for you. Amen. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Every tongue of judgment that rises up against you will be condemned. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready? Let's go. (coughs) Father, I just decree the people of God within the sound of my voice right now, whether they're uh, hearing this live or whether they're hearing this on replay or on podcast Everyone within the sound of my voice right now has been awakened out of this bewitching spell. I decree it. I declare it now. And we unify in prayer right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare that we are the redeemed of the Lord, and we say so. We cannot be cursed. The shout of the King is among us. We are under the blood of Jesus Christ. We are blessed. We are highly favored. We will continue to increase in grace and favor and mercy. We're going to increase with in favor with God and with man. We are crossing the threshold tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. And the God of peace will, will now crush Satan, the serpent, under our feet right now. This python spirit crushed under our feet now. We decree the suffocation and the squeeze of the enemy ends now in the name of Jesus. We decree the end of Jezebel's reign over America the beautiful and over the nations that are watching now. We break every financial besiegement now, every financial constriction. I break it now. We break the constriction and the besiegement of marriages. We break the constriction and the besiegement of families. We break every witchcraft curse every bewitching curse spoken against us. I break it now in Jesus' name. Every assignment of the enemy is stopped now in the name of Jesus Christ. And whatever has tried to hinder our progress is to be removed now in the name of Jesus. Every mountain go in Jesus' name. Every blockage removed now in Jesus' name. And we declare no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We come against every demonic assignment as the warriors of God. We pull you down in Jesus' name. We break your stranglehold. We uproot you. We destroy you. We break your power. We break your influence and we shut your 
your mouth and we cut you off. We defeat and we deactivate and destroy you today by the name of Jesus, the power of the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus Christ. And we decree the walls are coming down now like the walls around Jericho. You will not stop us from going into our new level and our new territory. We are moving up. We are moving in. We are taking our promised possession, our promised land now. We decree this is our time and we stand in the shadow of Almighty God and we decree the storm of blessing is here. The storm of blessing, the storm of wealth will be transferred now to the righteous right right here and right now and we decree the breaker is here his breaker anointing is breaking us through every curse is broken by the breaker now in Jesus's name we decree the past will no longer hold us back but our past must submit to our future and we prophesy our future will come to pass now we decree the blessing is ours the favor is ours the grace is ours the mercy is ours. The prosperity is ours. I decree and I declare as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is our harvest time and we call in our harvest in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you feel that? I feel it so strong. You know, we're in the studio here with just a camera. But I feel your presence. I feel your agreement. I feel your unity. I feel your coming together and standing for the kingdom now. And I see the light of God going forth powerfully now. I believe the things that God showed me in February of 2020 where I saw Satan fall like lightning. I believe that day is today. Things are starting. Enemies are starting to fall like lightning. The house of cards is beginning to collapse now. And you're going to see many will fall in the fall. Amen. Amen. Start looking for the places of blessing and prosperity. This week, God can do it. God can do it for you now. He can do it suddenly. In just one day, he can turn it all around. Amen. Start looking for your place of prosperity, your place of blessing. What, what may look like a, the cloud the size of a man's hand, I believe will become an abundance of God's rain, a storm of blessing for your life. Amen? Amen. I believe, <clears throat> just like in Second Chronicles 20, uh, where we've quoted Second Chronicles 20, 20 many times, we said, believe God and be established Believe as prophets, and so shall you prosper. That was spoken in the valley, was called the Valley of Decision. But then it became the Valley of Barakah, the Valley of Great Abundant Blessings. And I believe if you'll begin to decree the word of the Lord, and you'll stand in faith and believe, you'll begin to gather your spoils of victory this week. Amen? (coughs) Amen. Again, I want to invite you out. This Sunday, 4 p.m., for a powerful prophetic service, we have two services. We have our Friday night Speak Life service, which you're tuned into right now, every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And then Sundays at 4 p.m. is a powerful prophetic church service at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, every Sunday, 4 p.m. It's going to be amazing this week. I can feel the Uh, the tide rising. I can feel uh, the presence of the Lord building up. I can feel people coming from north, south, east, and west uh, with their their, uh, prayer uh, ready to be answered. Let me just tell you, God never sent uh, uh, one person to do the work of an army, but it takes an army of of God coming together, praying together, and that army begins to rush uh, on, on the troops and, and leap over the walls, <clears throat> begins to rush on the city, begins to change things. It takes the army of the Lord coming together. Amen. For those of you that are that are uh, uh, vacillating, let me just tell you, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together and the much more as you see the day approaching. That means now. 
So I want to encourage you, come out this Sunday at 4. Get ready. We're going to have a powerful service this Sunday, powerful warfare praise, powerful prophetic proclamation, prophetic teaching, powerful service for children, uh, powerful nursery, uh, uh, all kinds of different things for the whole family. And we're going to have a powerful time of ministry at the end of the service. And and maybe you'll get the prophetic word you need that's going to turn some things around for you. Uh, But come see us this Sunday, 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road. And don't forget, next Sunday on 9-11 at 4 p.m., we'll have a very special time of just, uh, it's going to be mostly prophetic warfare praise and uh, and prophetic proclamations. And I'm going to prophesy over a bunch of folks as well. So please come. That's next Sunday at 4 p.m. Also at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Listen, God is about to give you your nation back. How are you going to respond? It's it's important that we begin to celebrate and worship now. Just like Paul and Silas, they begin to honor and bless the Lord, even though they were in chains. And suddenly God broke every chain, destroyed the prison, and all the captives were set free. Amen. Get ready to get your nation back. Get ready uh, to get your expression back. Uh, God's going to give you back the breath of life in this nation, America the beautiful. You will live and you'll breathe again. Father, let them breathe as you breathe upon us now. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank you for standing with us right here at Speak Life. Thank you for every one of you who sow your seeds into, into the propagating of the prophetic ministry. Thank you so much. The Bible says if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. And so I just release that to you today in the name of Jesus. The thing that you're believing God for, that prophetic fulfillment that God spoke to you about, it's going to happen. I release it to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you desire to sow a seed to help us continue to release the word of the Lord right here on Speak Life and releasing it to the nations, uh, all you have to do, there's several ways you can you can give, but uh, all you have to do is text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. That's how, one way you can partner with us. You set up your, your, your giving there once, and then anytime you desire to give, you text whatever amount to that number, 84321, and that's one way you can partner with us. Also, if you're watching online, there's a link in the comment section. You can click on that. If you're watching on our website at lifepointchurch.cc, there's a give button there, or martylayton.com, or on Rumble, or on YouTube, uh, on Facebook, uh, wherever you're watching, there's a link for you to click on and give that way. Uh, for those of you that want to mail in your offering, you can mail that to P.O. Box 1822, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. I also want to thank our sponsor today uh, of Speak Life, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Let me just tell you... Uh, this is the greatest coffee. <laughs> you should try it. Uh, I drink it every day. And uh, it is it is non-acidic. It is a one-owner source, one-family uh, source. And it is uh, there's a huge uh, process that they go through, but it is, it is custom for you. And uh, Mike Lindell has gone to great lengths to uh, protect the freedoms of, that we love right here in America. He is a, a patriot of God and uh, a brother in Christ. And <clears throat> he is very uh, generous to support, uh, be part of our support here at Speak Life. And I'm so grateful that he's offered that. And so I encourage you to go to MyPillow.com. Uh, check out the products that he has available there at MyPillow. You find the coffee at MyStore.com. Uh, but when you go there, use the promo code Marty, my first name, Marty, and you'll receive the deepest discounts available, sometimes up to 66% off on your purchase. Right now they have the the uh, my the original MyPillow 
uh, for $19.88. You can't find it cheaper than that anywhere. It's the cheapest it'll it'll be. So uh, go to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com. Use the promo code MARTY and uh, you'll get a deep discount. Or if you'd prefer to call. <clears throat> Some people prefer just picking up the phone and placing the order. You can do that. Uh, they've dedicated one line for our audience and that number is 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. Remember to say the word Marty as your promo code, and uh, and that'll give you that discount. And so this is a great way to support Speak Life, what we're doing right here. It really is a great support to us. It also is a support to the patriotic work of Mike Lindell. He's fighting on the front lines to save our nation and at the direction of the Holy Spirit, I would add. And so I believe this is a great way to do that. And you receive products in return, and they are all made in America and high-level, high-quality. Uh, we use the towels. The towels are very luxurious, by the way. The sheets are very luxurious. We use those as well. Uh, I have all the slippers. Uh, we drink the coffee. We have the pillows. It's I mean, we, there's several other products, and we use them all. Uh, but we're very grateful for Mike Lindell's support. And uh, so, again, go to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com for the coffee. Use the promo code MARTY, and uh, you'll be very blessed in doing that and get some great products in return. Amen. Amen. I believe we are in a very unique moment in time, and uh, God is at work right now, and many will fall in the fall, mark my words, and you will break through in 2022. Uh, God spoke to me in July and said, this is 2022, part two now. And so something shifted in July, and now something's going to shift in the fall, and you're going to see your breakthrough. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. I want to encourage you to join us again next week for more ministry and more conversations and insights uh, from today's cutting-edge leaders. I've got a special guest that's coming next week, and we'll have some revelation that I know you're just going to love. Please take a second and subscribe to the Speak Life podcast. Uh, If you enjoyed this and you were blessed by this ministry, please leave us a five-star review. Please follow me also. Follow me on social media, on Truth, on Getter, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, uh, all the places that you can follow somebody on social media. All you have to do is look for at Marty Layton, at Marty Layton. Subscribe to us. Uh, ring the bell, whatever the platform demands. Do all of that. Help us out. Uh, it's very important for us to get the word out and keep the uh, the program alive on these platforms. Amen. You can also watch the show live every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. And I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show and helping us to reach more people with this prophetic ministry. I also want to remind you that you can find this podcast on uh, Charisma Podcast Network, uh, also on Spotify, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, wherever you find podcasts, we're going to be there. Uh, But I specifically want to encourage you to check out Charisma Podcast Network. Uh, They're a great podcast service, and there's also some great uh, people on there that uh, you, you should go listen to their podcasts. There's some great stuff on there. But thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life, and remember to keep your spiritual ears and eyes open. Why? Because God's always talking to you, and He wants you to speak what He's speaking. God is life. He wants you to speak life. Amen. We'll see you next week. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.